Hi, Casey. Hi, Danielle. God, we have an episode ahead of us. We, I mean, God damn it, do we? (laughs) Oh, what a week to have Vanderpump in New Jersey at a drop at our feet this week. The year back to back insanity. I feel exhausted. Plus, this is a big week for us. The biggest of all weeks for us in our eight years of podcast history. We debuted Casey and Danielle's Garbage World. So many of you have joined. It's so exciting. I'm having so much fun. We're all in the chat rooms. There's a bunch of channels. We're talking Kardashians, beauty, spirituality, motherhood, activism, 90 Day Fiance, happy endings. I mean, it is wild what's happening in that Discord, Danielle. And everybody's so funny and normal. Well, it's like the chats in our live shows. Yeah. That's what's so great about it. It's like, I get it every day now, which is so exciting. I wake up to it. I go to sleep with it. Me too. And it's also like, I'm, it's like, I'm trying to even think how to say it. Like, we're getting, everyone's just posting like the best TikToks about our world. You know, the best Instagrams, the funniest stuff. It's, it's actually like I'm learning, you know, more garbage than I even already had in my life. I'm seeing. The masters have become the students. And that is what I am learning. God, Danielle, you said it so perfectly. It's so much fun. Um, Please sign up. We would love to have you over there. As you know, we are ending our podcast on June 2nd. Not forever, but just on Earwolf and on this site. Yes. And we have moved to a new address, Casey and Danielle's Garbage World. And you all were so kind, the messages that you sent us this entire week. Um... We're so positive and supportive, and we're so thankful that you're supporting us in this way as we make this giant leap in this new venture. Over at Casey and Danielle's Garbage World, there's options for the two memberships you can join. One has ad-free bitch sesh. That does not change weekly, as well as our back catalog, which I want to just point out. The back catalog transfers legally June 2nd. So as soon as we leave here, yes, as soon as we end our contract with Earwolf on June 2nd, all of the back catalog of Bitch Sesh will be available. And then you have our next plan, which is you get our special new podcast called Garbage Sesh, where we talk about things, yes, that are like, you know, Real Housewives adjacent, but just things we don't always have on the regular podcast, our other garbage, true crime, beauty, things of that sort of guests we don't get to talk to on our other podcast. We also have all of our old live shows there that you can see if you didn't get to see them. They're all there for you. Videos, um, special events. We're having Casey is, we're doing some Q&As. Casey is doing a... Vision board session. That's right, Danielle. Um, we have so many fun things coming up. And the Discord. The Discord comes with uh, membership too. It's just fun. It's a community. And we're so I'm so excited. It's been such a wonderful week seeing all of you there. And I would just, you know, Casey and I just want to thank you so much of being supportive. It's scary going out on your own. It wasn't an easy decision we made. We, I'm still having diarrhea from it. Oh, Danielle, you know I don't like that talk. (laughs) I know you don't, but it's just true. It's really scary to do that. And I haven't done that. I have to say I haven't done that a lot in my life. Um, And so, but I, but we did it and I feel proud and scared and all the things you do. Uh, We're betting on ourselves and we're betting on, um, on you guys and and thank you for all that have followed us there. And if you can't, we understand too. We still love you. We, you know, but um, but thank you. Thank all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Danielle, should we get into the episode? Yes, too much, Woo! too much excitement. Danielle Caroline. Casey Rose. We gather today with our dear friend Matt Grassi, Nay McConkey, to discuss the finale 
of Vanderpump Rules. I mean, I, we'll also need to discuss Jersey because it was so explosive. I want to tell you that I had to use CBD oil on my jaw this morning because I think I was gritting my teeth from what I experienced these last two nights with, with Vanderpump and Jersey. Because like, let me, yes, we've seen fights. These are like family fights. This is like generational trauma. This is like core wounds with the people you love the most. It was fucking dark on both and delightful to watch. I mean, but I'm literally like, I could barely take notes, Casey. I know. I don't have anything. I just had to experience. I had to let it wash over me. I had to, like I'm still, and Matt, Matt, you're here. Speak, Matt, speak on please, it. Please come out, Matt. I'm here. I, get I, in I, here, I Matt. Casey, you didn't take a note, uh, I, even during Vanderpump? I took a couple. Okay. But I was so fucking pissed because so my my son did something really awful to me last night, which is oh, that no. it was his birthday. Oh, I bastard. know. Bastard. Bastard. Bastard child because he doesn't have a mother. He is a bastard because <laughs> I had to swing a soccer pinata out in the yard when I know what Ariana's going through. There I am hunting around for Tootsie Rolls in the grass. What on earth? We had a similar experience, Matt and I, because our dear, dear friend, one of our closest, dearest, Kulap was doing a live show for her podcast, Add to Cart. Yeah. And, you know, we had to be there. She's our good friend. We're there to celebrate. But my God, did was it a Sophie's choice? When, when we were le- leaving and realized it's 830 and we can all get home f- perfectly on time to watch Vanderpump, uh, I, there was just a mad dash out of there because I had already sort of made peace with it. Like, I'm going to watch it in the morning. And then suddenly... Yeah, we were tearing out of there. Matt, I mean, did you just leave your car at Valet so you could get home <laughs> in an Uber? I mean, how did... That's really scary. Listen, I have a knee injury and I've never limped out of a building faster than I did. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a problem where I had to pay for parking, you know, in the lot. Oh, God, Danielle. And the the card meter ate my credit card. Do they know what's happening? I was literally... Can you believe Between Matt's cast and that... <laughs> Your fucking knee injury, cool op, and that card reader. Deanna and I almost left Deanna. I mean, almost left Danielle there to fend for herself with the credit card thing. And, and then I saw it cross your eyes. I, I got in the elevator and then got back out. And Deanna <laughs> goes, "We can't. We have to wait." By the way, Matt wouldn't would not blame you. Oh yeah. So then I get in my bed to watch. I fucking taped actually like a lost scene. So I am all discombobulated. I can finally sit down. My son's crying. He's like, my birthday's over. I'm like, get in bed. He's like, but I won't have another one for 360. I said, get in bed. (laughs) So then now I'm there. I have to watch it on my computer, the screener. And I see David next to me texting. And you know when someone's texting, you see that little light? So I angrily build up a wall of pillows between us. And I go, don't (laughs) say a fucking word. Yeah. He tried to pipe in with, Ariana's really pretty. I go, not now. Not Not tonight. Also, you're correct. But yes, thank you. Don't. Queen. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Matt, sorry. Before we get into this, I need you to tell everyone about your new podcast because it's so brilliant. Please take us through it. Thank you so much. And um, both of you will be guests. You haven't oh, agreed to this okay, yet, but wait. you will be guests. Um, I, you know, I, of course, still doing homophilia over at World of Wonder. And now also with World of Wonder, I have a new podcast. Obviously, your listeners know, I guess, Three things about me, which is one, Jen Anison, two, wedding, three, 
sex in the city. And then just like that, like that's my personality. That's all literally all I've got. And so now I'm, I'm leaning into number three, you know, in honor of, and just like that season two going to be a limited run series. Unfortunately it is called. And just like Matt, (laughs) fortunately, you mean, fortunately, nothing unfortunate about that. And just like Matt. All the stars aligned. You know, we'll be recapping each episode of season two, but it's uh, it's not going to just be a recap show. It's going to be a a discussion about the themes that are brought up Mm. in the show, which, as we know, I love even more than Sex and the City. That's my red hot take. Uh, Themes like aging, dating, death, long friendships. That's really what it is about. Like, long friendships, uh, the friends that, you know, you've had since your younger days and looking back on those younger days and how we grow together and friendships we've lost. RIP Samantha. That's right. And uh, husbands may come and go and die on Pelotons, but our friends are still here. So it's a celebration of that. I was gonna say, that's what Ariana said too. What she learned throughout this whole process is that her friends are here. I'd also like for Ariana to be a guest. God, if you could get her, Matt, heaven on a cracker. <laughs> and also, it's about new friends, like Che Diaz. That's right. That's right. Who at this point is almost old. I mean, Che Diaz is a legacy, you know? Um, worried about their pilot, what's going to happen to their pilot during a writer's strike. Very worried about their pilot. Um, is it going to get picked up? Can we be on it? Can I write on it? Yeah. Are they are they butting up against the writer's strike with Chase Pilot? I was curious. You know, they did address um, the pandemic. Will they address the writer's strike? And that's a great question. Michael Patrick King, the only one that can answer that, of course. Yeah, I think probably f- first three episodes, at least, just about the the uh, the uh, reverberations of the writer's strike. You know, you were saying it, Matt, but I think for our podcast, you know, we have Andy kind of as our North Star. And of course, you will have Michael Patrick King. That's so wonderful. Yeah. I mean, look, he's been on Homophilia. Um, you you guys were so kind to promote that on, on this show. I'm hoping that uh, we can get him back for this, uh, for another discussion. But you can subscribe now. You can hit subscribe now. And that this gem will just appear in your feeds early June, right, Matt? Yep. It's coming out in June, but we've already got a trailer up. It's called And Just Like Matt, wherever you get your podcasts. Love it. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for letting me plug it. Of course. You know, we had to get that out of the way. And by out of the way, I mean, I want everyone to hear that before we go down the morass. That is Vanderpump. Shall we get into it? I was, so we're starting with Vanderpump? Yeah, I mean, it's got, what, what else are we supposed to do with I don't know. Part of me felt like, do we ramp up to it? But no, I mean, we got to start. I, I, I have to say that, like, I know we always say what a time to be alive, but this, and I, I'm being this. completely serious and earnest to for, for us to be, pod, for me to be your guest on today of all days when you could have gotten a, a big celebrity. For sure. Well, we tried. Um, we tried. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm actually yeah, very glad try. that you had to land on me. <laughs> we did it. I'm kidding. <laughs> we wanted you. These are our last two episodes. You're a fan favorite. We needed you. Uh, I mean, please. What an honor of honors. But like, just at, considering the way that like the the sub industry of people sort of recapping and rapping about these shows has cropped up since you started to be here with the OGs of this Hi, holy day. I just, I'll never forget this. Thank you so much, Matt. We needed a friend. 
a friend and a fave in the booth with us. <sighs> Here's what I'll never forget. Oh, I have chills. <laughs> the discussion between Tom and Ariana. Oh. Well, she's on the couch, a fresh-faced beauty. Okay, not a stitch, looking gorgeous and young. His fucking floppy-ass hair, which my husband did think Katie was him at one point, and that was hard. <laughs> he's like, they have a similar hair. Like, he's like, I'm sorry, they do. And the white nails were flashing, and he was Ugh. like, oh, is that? I'm like, stop. That conversation where he, I've never seen someone gaslight someone to where I was, my gal, mouth was agape about, he didn't tell her. She should have come after him. She should have <gasps> followed him when he said that. What the fuck was he saying when he I said couldn't. that she could have followed me? Was he actually blaming her for not following He was me? like, she knew something was going on. She knew. No, she didn't. Now, when I saw her sitting down in the living room in that house of horrors, it was always a house of horrors. Um, in that house of horrors in Valley Village. And then I saw him puttering upstairs. Puttering upstairs. Saying, want anything? It's like, don't make her her goddamn latte you make every morning. The fact that he was upstairs, like still in the house, like gave me such nausea. And that it started with him looking at himself in the mirror. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about you know? that, man. Just trying to face himself before he faced her. That looked like a brand new manicure. He has been to get a manicure during oh, this. Absolutely. And that absolutely. I found upsetting. You have time to get a manicure. You have time to tell your goddamn girlfriend you're goddamn cheating on her. <sighs> and uh, God, once she, I mean, that was, uh, that performance of hers, like, uh, you know, God, it just that 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 storytelling. It's like we've got our shows, we've got our New Jerseys where it's like we're still beating the drum of Melissa versus Teresa. And this season, the way this has played out and th- th- for this to be what we're building to, it's like that's how you fucking tell a story. You kill Logan Roy in episode three. Wow, Matt. This is succession, okay? Mm. And Raquel's like trying to get up the ladder and take over. She's Carrie. Can we talk about Raquel? We need to talk about Raquel. Guys, when the galaxy lights were oh, on and she threw, when she? she threw a chew toy haphazardly, <laughs> lackadaisically to her dog, two feet, I was like, I cannot. And do you see that little like whiteboard calendar she had oh, out? What is that? When he goes, can we turn off the lights? And she turns on the, those, like it was talked about, like, you know, when a gun is shown in the, in the first act, it's got to go off in the third oh, act. Yeah, that was yeah. the fucking gun, right? Like we saw that weeks ago. And then he says to her, can you turn on those? Like, can you turn off the lights? And there's the galaxy lights and they're both sitting in their favorite fucking lights. And then when she says to her, what do your parents think? And he goes, I love you. And she goes, I love you too. And then he goes, no, I was saying my parents love you. No, he was saying, what was he saying? They love you. He said, they love you. Yeah. Not I love you. Meaning she's met his parents because we all know she went back home with him. That's not, I'm saying that she said, she thought he said, I love you. Yeah. And that's not what he said. And then he corrects her, but then he does say, I love you. And people are comparing it to when, I thought you said Drew Barrymore loved me. And then very similar. (laughs) So similar. People are saying it's similar. I'm just passing that along. What's being talked about in the street. It's very much that. It's It's very very much much that. that. Not to make it about me, but it is about me, you know? Of course it is. Guys, for them to have that scene, okay, where he comes over and they're kind of laughing at laughing. And she's like, it's not ideal. 
Did you guys feel Raquel was dropped into her voice more than I've ever seen her in that kitchen to where I was like, is she putting on some weird, like the way Paris Hilton has kind of a, a yeah. character she plays out there, but not at home. Like no makeup, the way she just seemed a little more like dropped into her voice. She's like, yeah, this wasn't great. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was, I did feel like I'm seeing her for the first time. Those long yeah. close-ups of her where they were showing her her terrible injury from where Sheena punched slash scratched slash pushed that, her. I've got paper cuts bigger than that. Like that to, to when he's like, wow, that's bad. And she's like, I know. I was like, what? <laughs> I like plucked my eyebrow and have done that. Like what? Again, we shouldn't lay hands, but still. Yeah, but I love Sheena sh- so much. To, I mean, now more than ever, like I the know. fact, that, like my takeaway from this episode was like, how painful, how hard this all has been for Sheena Shea. <laughs> That's, uh, and Kristen. And Dowdy. Kristen, Kristen yes. That soothsayer. Uh, okay. When she came in in that bucket hat, Lisa Rinna-esque, which is like, I'm off camera. I'm like off the clock right yeah. now, but I'm not. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not about me, but I'm yeah. sobbing much harder than Ariana ever And when she goes, we can put our stuff aside. To Katie. Katie's like, uh huh. Uh huh. Katie's still a leaden balloon when she came in. Oh my God. The air sucked out Wait, of the room. No, guys, I disagree. Danielle, what are you talking about? I was like, you're making it worse, Katie. Worse. No. And she's like, let me give you a hug. Oh. When those cute gays flanking Ariana are bringing up <laughs> the positive vibes and energy. <laughs> Michael go, Michael called him her little her little her little pink pink friends. They were so pink because <laughs> they were just very pink. Like they were, I think they were a little red. They felt like they had the jersey filter on them a bit. A little bit. No, jersey is crispy. They felt like just born, like a new like a new baby animal. Yeah, they two. were simply blushing at being on camera. Yeah. Who would? Yeah. It was frickin' frack, and I loved it. Yeah, them. it wasn't like crispy. I've dipped myself in Wesson and poured myself into the sun, what, yeah. which what we're getting from Jersey. But can I say, guys, I found Katie to be a relief in this episode. I felt when she went over and talked. Okay, can we talk about Tom Schwartz? <laughs> oh, oh God, that little God. turd. What a tragic figure. What a sad legacy he's going to have. It's like at least Tom Sandoval gets to be like the big bat. He's he's a, he is going to be a legend in a very dark way as this ultimate villain and it's like Schwartz is literally just like a like a sad sidekick when he was sitting on the floor. Oh god. He one day mark my words, one day Tom Schwartz will go to prison for something that Tom Sandoval has done. Mark my words. Ooh. Wow. I did. It made me laugh when Tom Sandoval came in and was like, dude, and crying, crying, crying. So hard. And then Schwartz is just his default is to love Sandoval, but he's really having to push against me. He's like, yeah, dude, it's just like my business, man. Like, oh, I really, <laughs> yeah, man. But like people are villainizing me, man. For the fact that Tom Sandoval, we, we, we know it, we knew it already, but that he apologized to the staff of of Schwartz and Sandy's perk <laughs> is so good. And Which I didn't even think they had. They they have just like a temporary line cook. Can't they right. not even like get them? <laughs> I guess that's who he was apologizing to. It was like the people who worked for us for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Before my life partner of many, yes. many, many years. Yeah. Okay, when Tom Sandoval just kept saying like, I tried to break up with you so many times. It's like, and Sheena really fucking put him in in his place when she was like, when he tried to say, like, I thought she would take her life, which I was just like, Sandoval, no, don't go no. there. No, mm-hmm. do not How go there. How dare you? Like, that's the most gaslighting I, I think a human could ever say. Like, 
rock bottom. But when Sheena was like, then you do it and we are there to pick up the pieces. I'm like, that's the most cohesive and Sheena has ever been. Mm-hmm. This is such, I mean, I just love her so much. Like this is simply a reflection of how much she loves her friends. And also the fact that like this, she's had such a, I, I, I hope hopefully a nice life that like this is literally the worst thing that's ever happened <laughs> to her. She's got Brock now and she's able to fully invest in this trauma for her. Yeah. Now, also, I will say that she, you know, Ariana's getting a ton of great stuff from this, a ton of great press. I watch her on Watch What Happens Live. She's a star. She's a beauty. Star. When she said, I'm wearing funeral, what did she say? Funeral sexy or something? Slutty funeral. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Gorgeous. Right. Like, she looks gorgeous. She's got a new guy who's so fucking hot. Like, she's getting laid left and right. She's happy. But I want more for Sheena. Sheena mm-hmm. has had, like, Sheena got a rough deal at the beginning when all these bitches were mean to her. That's and right. I would love to see her raised, too. I mean, I think she is in our minds, but I want to see it, like, monetarily and sort of career-wise for her as well. Well, Danielle, I guess you didn't watch the broadcast version, which we opted to watch instead of the link. And because what you missed was um, an Uber Eats commercial starring Sheena Shea ah. and Lala and Ariana, in ah. which they're singing a remix of Good As Gold in a in a studio oh. um, about Uber Eats. Wow. Okay. So she's getting yeah. hers. This makes me very My happy. My mouth is hanging open. Yeah. No Katie. I, no Katie. Obviously nope, not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Lala really took a back seat this episode. I yes. Was Since considering she's been on every single podcast that on the face of the earth except ours, just like <laughs> railing. She's on too many podcasts. She's got to stop. I have turned on Lala. <laughs> she did get, you know, send it to Daryl's sweatshirt up the minute, like two seconds later, she is wearing it at that rooftop restaurant. I'm like, my God, if we could all take a lesson from her about how quick she got those sweatshirts to market. Oh, yeah. Like, it's in the episode. So we do have to say, like, kudos. Kudos. I, I, I do feel like this has probably been a very complicated experience for her because she yes, came Matt. into this season thinking like, I'm the one who who's just had this big scandal with Randall and, uh, you know, all, all of his shady shit and I have my baby and now I'm starting my business and I'm sober. And it's like, actually, no, you are barely a side character in Sit the storyline. Like, this Sit is down, Ariana's Mama. moment and we're all just living inside of it. And let this be a lesson. It feels a lot of like Danielle on... um. Jersey reacting to like Teresa and Melissa's like brother stuff. It's like, no, sweetie, not about you. Not about you. Like if you want it to be about you, if you want to really shine, if you want to pop in this new world, either (laughs) commit a federal crime or have your preferably have your partner of 10 years uh, cheat on you or both. (laughs) Or both. She has, has that. She has had that. Sure. Well, she had Randall. Yeah. I find that, and I'm going to say it, as as in bad taste as Randall is, I feel like we're trying to make this Randall documentary that's coming out feel like the Shaw Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone think it could be the Academy Award documentary, right. the Shaw Shocker. That's right. right. And, and Erica Girardi's, I forget what it was called, but like this one to me isn't that. No. Now, no. will I watch? Obviously. But there's something about the way, you're right, Matt, Lala's tragedy just hasn't really get, gotten us yeah. there. You know, hasn't, the hasn't way she popped. wanted. Hasn't popped. I think the thing about the Randall tragedy, (laughs) and I say that in quotations, is that, like, we always knew it, even if we didn't know it. Like, he was bad vibes. Like, he, his vibes of, like, the movies he was made, like, everything always felt 
not on the up and up. The way that, like, a Tom Girardi, we were like, this is this lauded lawyer, and he Mm -hmm. worked on, like, Aaron Brockovich. Like, we were, like, you know what I mean? And, like, Jen Shaw, she was, like, you know, this crazy housewife who had this wonderful husband. Like, we didn't see any of it coming. And with Ariana, she legitimized Tom Sandoval the same way in The Vow Nancy Salzman claims she did with Keith Raniere, which is, like, it is a person of, like, dignity, and Ariana's, like, gorgeous and normal, it would be like Kyle. It would be like Maurizio doing this with Dorit because it's like this person clearly is defending you at every turn when you don't even deserve it. She has stood by you. I wonder where you're at right now with the, you know, the cropping up conspiracy theories. You talked about it a little bit last week that maybe, obviously the affair is real, but that maybe Ariana was like a beat ahead of it than the way it's being Mm -mm. presented to us. And I'm still have two minds about it because a, if that performance was so powerful, like if she's that good of an actress, then let it rip. Like let's EGOT now. But on the other hand, where I wobble a bit is this runner throughout the season that was planted so early of Ariana's deep friendship with Raquel. I didn't see really see the seeds of that grow. No. Like, she keeps saying that that's my best friend. And it's like, I understand when it comes to finding a solid girlfriend in this bunch, it's slim pickings. I was going to say, there's slim to to none. Like, every, like, and there's so much rumor starting anyway, like, this person's sleeping with this person. That Like, that it's hard to trust what you hear in this group. So if people come up and say to you, like, oh, I've heard bad stuff about your boyfriend, you're like, what's their, what's their game they're playing? Because that happens all the time. And I... Raquel, you know, you're right, Matt, because on Watch What Happens Live, Ariana was like, I actually, you know, Andy was like, the most psychotic scene for me is obviously when you guys were at the bar and Raquel's like, what's your sex life like with Tom? And Ariana responds by saying, no, so happy to have this conversation, especially with her because we're such like good friends. Are you? It's all just, I hear what you're saying, Matt. Now, when they kept saying, we don't want to embarrass each other, like that kept saying like, they've got this pact. I do probably think, despite how low we've gone, there are a couple things they're each not saying. Mm. But I also think that that's normal for a couple to try to always— But I mean even still. Mm. Tom and Katie would throw each other under the bus, especially him with her, like, at any moment. They were both willing to humiliate each other. And so I felt it was almost like, well, Tom was like, well, you know, they have this deal where they don't talk shit about each other. And it's like, yeah, it's called love. Yeah, some people try and build the other person up. So was, was it Tom Sandoval's idea for Schwartz and Raquel to kiss at Gina's wedding? That's a great idea. I mean... Like I said, he is going to follow Sandoval to the end of the earth. He is... Any bad decision this fucker has, Schwartz is in and will hold him up. You know, because Sheena's dressmakers have come forward. <laughs> what? <laughs> Breaking news? Yeah. The two gentlemen. <laughs> to whom? <laughs> to, 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 the, to Jeff Lewis and the world. And they have come forward and bravely stated that at Sheena's wedding, one of them was like racing downstairs to like find her garter or whatever. And came out of the elevator. And they're older gentlemen. Like, I don't think they follow the show, really. And he's like, oh, and I see Raquel kissing a guy up against the elevators. And and I'm like, oh, he's like, I just took it in that it was, but he's like, I'm not really paying it a ton of mind. He's like, 
then the next night is when they were, he was sitting and having dinner <laughs> again with his fellow dressmaker mm-hmm. and they see Schwartz kissing Raquel. And he's like, oh, I guess my mind is telling me that was the same guy. Maybe I saw this uh, earlier before mm-hmm. the world. Then he says, then we were kicked out unceremoniously by cameras to capture it. But he's like, now I look back and I'm like, oh God, they're doing this up against the elevators? Like that same day? So we, up against the elevators was Sandoval. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Speaking of Schwartz, can you imagine a world, a season in which the exact same thing happened, Schwartz and Katie are still married, and the exact same thing happens with them and Raquel? Would we even care? No. If a tree I falls I mean, in you the know would, we be, I, would we be Team Raquel? Uh, no, there... I don't think we would be Team Raquel. I can't. I, I mean, I've never seen mm-hmm. such a sociopath besides Sandoval, who is a total, like, narcissist. Like, she's in a different movie than the rest. Like, she thinks in her mind she's in the notebook. And this is like their meet cute. Yeah, and everyone else is in Fatal Attraction. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's playing on a different level than everybody else. So that's why when he came in and she's like, hi. Like, she thinks this is that moment where he, like, where Rachel, like, runs to him and, like, puts her legs around him in the notebook. Like, that's what she, in her mind, is doing. Because she doesn't put in, she's not invested in her friendships. All she cares about is who her man is. So in her mind, like, this is kind of a happy ending. Yeah, it's like it's us against the world. And I think when Sheena shoved her into the wall, she was like, I'm able now to be the victim too. Like, she loves this. It did sort of, I mean, it's not funny, but when they had, when they put that Chiron up that was like, Raquel was never seen from her. (gasps) That was, how do we not address that? That was, what was she doing? Where was she? She's in a facility. Now, when Ariana said that Raquel has been writing their home because probably she doesn't have a cell phone, writing letters, at least one letter, that Ariana took the letter and propped it up against Tom's door. She's just writing longhand, long form. Mm, Jesus Christ. On paper. And now it says they've broken up, okay, right? Like, they're they're broken up was what it came out yesterday. Mm -hmm. Interesting timing, P.S. Interesting timing. Very interesting, Danielle. Interesting timing. I will say those two are not over. They're all they have. They're all they have. They're on an island. Except for he's singing in his Jesse's Girl remake, like Raquel's Not the Girl for Me or something. Like, And I'm like, his stupid band. I think they probably are broken up. And here's why. I think Tom Sandoval is like this tragic, thinks he's like this tragic figure, like who gets off on the adrenaline of doing things wrong. And I could see him now being like, I fucked up with Ariana. Like not ever trying to get back with her or anything, but just being... I don't know. Maybe he's going to start to see that by breaking up. I don't know what's better for their reputation, breaking up or staying together, actually. I think she loves him, though. I think she's yeah. in love with him. As far, yeah. as what she knows of love, I don't think it's a sustainable relationship because it seems to me that she would just let him sort of rule the roost and he's, you know, he's going to do whatever he's going to do. But I do think she thinks she's in love with him. That's what it seems to me. Yeah, Michael was like, do you think that they're bringing them both back to the show? And I was like, of course they're bringing them back to the show. But it did, I I did have to think of, because like they are hated to a level at which it's like, will it, it, will it even be fun to watch when they don't have a single ally around them? But if they were smart, I think, because eventually they will get fired from the show. 
they'd stay together. They'd stay strong. They'd get married. They'd become like kind of a Heidi and a Spencer, just like Mm. two fucking demons who just have each other. And that becomes the business. Living on the outskirts of Malibu. Yeah. Like hummingbirds swirling around their heads. And Uh, they think we care that they have two kids now. Like... Mm-hmm. I do think if they stay together, you know, she will be pregnant in a year for sure. Wow. When he said, I wanted to break up with you before the reunion, a lot of theories going around that, you know, he he actually was going to wait, obviously, till after the reunion. Because he was building a story. I think he, I think they thought this would be like definitely news, but not that like literally mobs would go after both of them. Yeah. yeah. I think Howie Mandel said it best. Um, when he said, what is happening? <laughs> what is going on? Well, the scene at James Kennedy's flat. <laughs> I, I, I find, I've said it so many times, to me, James Kennedy is a perfect reality character. He really The is. way he was like, Raquel, what are you doing, Raquel? This is fucked up. <laughs> like, the way he just kind of put it to her was just so plain. He talked to her the way, sorry to keep bringing up succession, but the way Tom talks to cousin Greg, he was like, <laughs> he was like, who are, you, who are you playing with his little, his, his filthy little 40 year old dick? Piece of shit. It was like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> when James was crying. I didn't know him and, him and Tom Sandoval were so close in that he. Danielle, Sandoval paid for Richella. <laughs> that is true. Sorry, I That's forgot. Right. Like how soon we forget. How soon we forget. But the way that he's crying, no one's ever cried for me like that. The way that he is crying Never, over not his, family, not no, any of you two, not my, no. Nobody has ever cried for my friendship like that. And I was just like, is James Kennedy a good friend? Like, what's happening here? Now, Kristen, wobbling oh up in, in a wedge flip-flop. And uh, what did that sweater say? Yeah. Hearts and stars or something? Laugh, love, or ghosts. And a kind and, of a capri... I've never been a Kristen fan. I don't know that any of us have been. So I think people were like so happy to see her. Like I forgot she was coming back and didn't need her back personally. I was just like, I don't need to watch you burn shit. Like there was funny, it was a funny moment when she was like my ex-boyfriend. She's like our (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Like that made me laugh, but. And she didn't do a bit of glam. She was just like, here I am. Like, yeah, I've been been living. (laughs) I've been drinking. Didn't you know? even hit the dry bar. <laughs> I've been drinking and loving and laughing. She looked road hard and put up wet as hell. But I liked it. I was into it. And by the way, like that little spell that she did, if one of us, God forbid, had our relationship fall apart, we would for sure be doing that exact same ritual. Yeah, sure. absolutely, Matt. We'd be throwing things into a trash can fire together and cool up would oh, be yeah. around us. And Now, is this a new pursuit for Kristen? <laughs> or is she, I thought this is like her move into like a healer territory and now we have a website coming out or. I'm cool. I support it if it is. Yeah, me too. Will you go see her? Absolutely. I would want to um, see Allie, the astrologer before her. Allie. I yes, do love James Allie. Is, I love Allie. It's so funny because there's nothing there and it's so lovable. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot there, Danielle. I find nothing there. Nothing. I think guess what's the guess what is there? Sense of self. A center. She does. I don't have one, so I don't recognize it in others when I see it. Right. That's right. You know, in in garbage world, Casey and Danielle's garbage world, the Discord has been popping off. There's multiple channels. And on the Vanderpump Rules channel, I put out a theory that people didn't like. What? What did you Casey? Oh, I got slammed. 
I was like, I'm, you know, I'm, I hate to say this. Nobody's going to like it. I know. I know. But just hear me. When Kristen came over, I was a little bit like, okay, but she was dating Sandoval for six years and Ariana did the same fucking thing. Like, I guess I feel bad for you because you've been friends with Raquel for a year, but this is who you got together with. Obviously, Sandoval is to blame. Obviously. I'm just saying like, it was a little like, I can't believe Sandoval and someone else did this to me what I did to you. And people were like, no, that was her best wow. friend. They came after me really hard. It's hard to build a community and have them turn on you yeah, in 24 yeah. hours of building. That's right. Oh, they're turning and <laughs> twisting, you know, and I'm loving everything they're saying. You know, people are putting out comments and theories and facts and hot gossip and vicious, vicious rumors oh. that are the likes of which on, on, the, on that Discord. You and I are just, but, 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 but we're observers where we can. Oh, people are giving me facts. I'll be like, is this happening? What's going on? People will set my ass straight. Yeah. They're like, here's links. Read this. I, I was like <laughs> something about the vow. And they're like, obviously Nikki Klein has an article in the Frank report and has left. Post. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. I, I found that out too. I was like, cause so, I was like, someone was like, is Nikki still dancing out there? And people were like, no, Nikki's gone. I was like, what? <laughs> People are giving tips on skincare, how to, you know, wean off an antidepressant. I'm loving this community. Yes. Anyway. Well, what did Kristen say, by the way, when when Ariana tried to point out what you're pointing out, which is like, even Ariana was like, I kind of did the exact same thing to you. And Kristen goes, oh, pish, pish posh on me. Or she said something, not that, something like that. She said, pish posh, I died. Even Kristen's not standing up for Kristen and you are, Casey. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm just, po- I have to point it out because then I saw on TikTok, people were playing that clip of like, when Ariana's sitting there gaslighting Kristen and she's like, we're not dating. Mm-hmm. We're just friends. And Kristen's like, you expect me to believe that? She's like, okay, we've been, Ariana's like, we've been friends for three years. There's nothing going on. I'm a little just like, all right, let's just remember it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Sorry. We can't rewrite history. We have to just state the facts and let them lay as they may. And that is part of history. And how about when Rachel was like, I'm just wondering if you're going to do this to me. <laughs> Fair question. And Tom just looked at her. He didn't say no. <laughs> he didn't say. Because he, he knew he, he would. Didn't say. I found the hardest part was when Ariana's crying, but has those long nails. And I'm like, how does one wipe one's eyes with those nails? Like, that is a dick. Like, they're not even using... Oh, and Candace from Potomac has been chiming in. I don't know if you guys... Everyone needs to go to... I found out about it, of course, on our Discord, on Garbage World Discord. But Candace is chiming in on the whole thing, and she is so fucking funny and on it and she's talking about like the girls that how they need like little squares and stuff it's brilliant. oh they need yeah they need a like, that's what candace's next merch should be oh, is like yes. a really firm uh pressed like tablecloth napkin for the tears <laughs> to just get in your corners of your eyes and your eyeballs mm-hmm. now when i just want to bring this up again when ariana's mm-hmm. like about to cry and they're sitting across from each other on the couch and tom sandoval has the goddamn good goddamn nerve to go you know, when we kiss, I just like never felt that before. I was like, this man is deranged. Piece of shit. He's wow. a piece of shit. He was also trying so hard to get some tears out for that scene. And he with couldn't. Or that do, well, one. no, he got, he let it rip with Lisa. Yeah, that was did. amazing. That was nice. With Ariana, he couldn't get it up. But then for Schwartz, he sobs. Then for fucking Lisa, that is, he had that full like panic attack before our eyes. When he walked over the curtains. I mean, banging on the wall, 
screen. Like that was. I think he was like, if I get Lisa, I have a shot at other people. Yeah. Yeah. He was, the way I thought that crying felt fake to me personally. Like it was so over the top. Or it was like, I'm crying because I'm fucked. Not because. Oh, a hundred percent. I think the relationship was barely, it was like, I'm canceled. Those words to me, a full body racking sobs of I'm canceled. The way he was acting is the way Christine was acting on Sister Wives when she left Cody. And I kept saying it. I'm like, she's got someone in the wings because you have an indifference and like you'll put up with them. There's sobs and there. This is, but you can't get it up because in the back of your mind, I'm like, I wonder if that other person texted. (laughs) And it's horrible, (laughs) abhorrent behavior. Right. But wow. you're disconnected, and I, that's what he felt, and that's what was, like, so hard to watch. Ariana's like, yeah. we had this, like, friendship, and who gives a fuck if they were sleeping together or not? They had not mm-hmm. broken up. But another great thing about this episode and this moment we're in is the way that Lisa is being used, because sometimes it's hard to for, find her as the connective tissue anymore. It's like, why mm-hmm. uh, she's their employer, wow. but, like, none of them work there. But th- the fact that now it's literally just, like, when you do something like this, you are trotted, you you go to Villa Rosa, and you're trotted out before the dawn. And before the geese. <laughs> for the geese and the gander. And the ponies and the gander. <laughs> And the gander, and you yeah. kiss the ring. Yeah, and otherwise we're just strangely like making sandwiches at her house, and we don't know why. Don't and know so why. this is a reason to go to hers. And I also, to be hugged by her, when she hugged Ariana, like I wanted that it hug. Was, I needed I that too. hug. It felt Dr. Linda Siegel as our DDS. Yes. Danielle. <laughs> our, who want, our dentist. You want to who, be your mom. Yeah. Who, oh. I want to be my mom. And I have, I told you, uh, while I was under anesthesia, I had to make myself not say, I love you so much. I love you so much. Like, I had to be like, hold your tongue, Danielle. Don't say it, Danielle. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't you dare do it. But Lisa, I got to say, I'm really liking Lisa this season. Her compassion, mm-hmm. she seems, it's like not about her. She's this mothering figure. And I know she's always been that, but I have felt very touched by her this season. And I thought, bring her back to Beverly Hills. I, we're ready. It's time. Wow. Bring her back. Yeah. Wow. And are you, do you feel the same way about bringing back Kristen? Like in, in terms of her coming back next season I, as I'm a real, okay there. even a friend of? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I got enough. I'm good to go. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually I, more interested in Charlie now. I hate Charlie. Up, really? Really? Let's beef up Charlie. I don't hate her, but like pish posh, you know, send her off. We can't we can't have Charlie and Allie at the same time because it's they literally they just look too much alike. That and Christina true. Kelly. I, and Christina Kelly. Yes. She's gotta go. She's gotta go. Christina Kelly and her lemon scrubs. We we She's t- reminding me a little bit of a Heather Dubrow in OC. It's like it's clashing. You you have a bit of sophistication about you. You're a little it, it just feels off. Get out of here. Get out your lemon of scrubs here. with you. Oh guys. I, I mean it was just wild. And now we have reunions in front of us. Oh, God. And wow. Wow. Just simply stunned to silence just by the thought of it, you know? Those two are going to get roasted like pigs on a goddamn spit. They don't have any allies, right? Is there is there a single one? I mean, Schwartz barely. No, Schwartz is ride or die. I mean, talk about ride or die, Schwartz. And he will die. While he rides. That's <laughs> Dying, dying before our eyes. He has he lost hundreds of thousands of dollars on this man. And yes. yet he's like, oh, fine, fuck, I'll kiss her in front of national TV, fine. Tom Sandoval 
has, let's just rack up what he has done in the last year. Talk about a busy boy. He has opened a bar, taken hundreds of thousands of dollars from his parents, lives in a very expensive house in Valley Village. Very, I mean, that mortgage, they must have been mortgaged up their eyeballs. So taken money from his family, opened a bar that cannot open, started a band with a full horn section that just does covers. That he is obviously paying for. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then has two full-blown relationships. That's why he hasn't been around Shorts and Sandys when Shorts is always like, where are you? Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. He's all of those, but and he's getting his nails done. And he's getting That's his nails right. done. That's right, Matt. He's getting his nails done. Piece of shit saying she should have followed him. Oh. Piece of shit narcissist. Wow, guys. Wow. Should we take a I think I think so. We need, need to, to break the penis, you know, flute on our legs and take a break. <laughs> that the pink one did. It the broke pink guy so did. easily that it penis did. flute. Never seen twig. something break so easily. Like a twig, yeah. Like Tom Sandoval's little dicky. We'll be right back. You know what I was wondering? <laughs> huh. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think? And I'm just on it. I'm just going to ask you both. What do you think Tom Sandoval's dick looks like? <laughs> this is something I've been wondering. Thin, li- kind of pink, like the pink guys. Like uh-huh. pink men. Oily. Whoa! Oily. Oily. What you, whatever do you mean? I, that's uh, I, I, look. The truth just has a certain sound to it, does it not? Can't you <laughs> it just has uh, a ring? That it is, did ring it's, it's, out it's oily. in the air, Matt. Mm, rang like the oily. bells of a church. Wow. Okay. It looks his what? We his dick looks like him. It like him with his fucking mustache and his is his a worm with a mustache. Kate Goslin hair. That's it. That's what it looks. Do like. you think he's trimming down there? It's either like shaved, it's either like, sorry. Casey, careful. Casey. Careful. I know it's either like bald down there or it's like a. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's doing laser hair removal on the regular and maybe just a full bald. Do you think he hooked up with Billy Lee? I don't know, but I'd love to hear from her. I, 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 I like that idea as a storyline. At the very least, can we have a video message of her at the reunion, like a walk-on? Well, Ariana said, because she was like, he hooked up with somebody else. He wouldn't say who. And he was like, do we know her? And he said, yes. Is she in this universe? She said, no. And Billy Lee is in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. He also said, is it a woman? (laughs) He wanted to clarify that. Just, is there a world in which he's uh, messing around with dudes? Andy handled that. He was like, we don't have much time. Let me quickly blow through 25 questions that we're all just like, we can't move forward without knowing. It was more like brass tacks, you know? And that's how we have to be this evening with Andy ourselves. We're interviewing him ourselves. Oh, God, that's tonight. Should we move to New Jersey, you guys? Yeah. Physically, literally moved. To New let's, let's, let's go. Fly over, fly <laughs> the real over. Estate, the real estate. The real estate. Fly over the flyover states and get there. Wow. Guys, Jersey shook me to my core this week. It was violent. I mean, literally violent, but, but also literally. psychologically violent. I had a realization about Jersey that I want to share because, I mean, as I've said on here many times, I, I have a real resistance to watching. We know a big part of it is that they are MAGA and that, like, MAGA people. It's like, obviously, I just don't want to, like, like 
support them, but they're also just so corny. Like I don't want to look at them, but this week I realized watching like there's something else going on. And that is with the men. Because of course we got this thing with Jersey where the husbands have bigger storylines, they're bigger characters or bigger presence, whatever. We know that, but it's something about watching the guys. And it's like, when I'm watching them, I can feel through my screen that they all like don't feel well physically. Like they all <laughs> feel like they have a tummy ache. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? No. Like they all feel like they feel sick. And every time one of them goes in for like a big bear hug, I'm like, careful. Like, he's going to barf. They just feel like they've stuck themselves. What, what are they sick from? Then? It's from like, eating. And then, and then they're they're And like they drink it. Like they're doing tequila shots and then they're drinking Irish whiskey all in the same, mixing it up. And they're, it's just like something. And they're like they're cutting not, women's breasts open and lifting them. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't, they're not they're doing not well. Women. But we have this, term michael always says mamashkats it's like a like an italian term for like it means uh i'm gonna i'm gonna explode if you're trying to like or offer somebody another serving they go oh no mamashkats and that's how i feel that's what i think is going they do on with look, all these like they're all gonna pop they're all gonna pop they're so red and swollen that it does feel if you stuck a needle into them they wouldn't bleed. They just pop. Even just like pop. the the fittest among them, like Jackie Goldshander's husband, Evan, it's like he's about to pop now too. He has like yeah. a thick layer of like hard oily flesh around him. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Oh I can God. feel like bile rising up just like thinking about them. So they, do you think they're feeling the bile or you are? Oh, like, yeah. Both. I'm, both. I'm just having that. I'm just reflecting what they're Empathetic tummy aches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> reflux. So they're all suffering from reflux and tummy aches. Yes. Well, when, yes, when yes. Dolores said, there's nothing more delicious than Irish food, I was like, huh? And I wrote that down, no. Danielle. I wrote that down. It was a shock. She's really, you know, she's drinking the Irish Kool-Aid. God love her. And I'm all for it. But there are more delicious cuisines. <laughs> right. Even the and, Irish are like, yeah, this isn't our, what are we Yeah, that, those British Isles aren't like, ooh, come to us for their cuisine. They're always like, oh, we have really good Indian food here. We have really good Chinese food yeah, here. Like, right. But you're never hearing like, oh, our, ooh, our Let's sit Scottish. down to a home-cooked <laughs> Irish just meal. bowl of slop. <gasps> yeah, yeah I think there was a potato <laughs> famine for a reason. Let's pop out some soda bread. It was wild. To hear that was wild. Jennifer Eden, loving her in that yellow testimonial look when she's shimmying and shaking all over in a, in a mm. natural lip. When she came into the party, the veracity with which she needed a drink and when they had to stop on the stairs for her to like throw one back, it was like, this woman has a problem and, and we know it, but it felt sad. Like it's not a part Dark. of the storyline. Like Bill won't make it one, but it's with us. Am I mm-hmm. wrong here? No, I mean, I do think that she is unhinged. And when Mar- Margaret let out that that lie, or, you know, not the lie, but like unearthed the, the truth, everything fell apart for her. And I do feel like she is teetering on the edge all the time. And just as we saw at the end of this episode, when this whole secret comes out and Marge starts getting attacked and she's like, yeah, piece of crap. Like, it, she is not. She is on that. And everybody gets very upset with me when I try to diagnose. Um, so Please sorry. do. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't stop here. me. It doesn't stop me. Now, there is a name that stopped me in my tracks. 
this show. <laughs> Stop me oh, dead boy. in my I know. I know what's I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> oh yeah. And the ahead. name is Bo Didle. <laughs> Bo Didle? Bo Didle, Bo Didle. Bo Diddley. Bo knows this and Bo knows that. Bo Didle. Yidle Didle Didle do. Is this the first time we've heard of Bo Didle? Because he's dropping it as if as it's, if, as you know, if it were Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, I immediately went to our our Discord, and they had already Googled Bo Didle. Oh, there's a they're whole on- Bo Didle channel already. Yeah, there is. And and everyone's saying on there, like, and it's very sad that I think we've, and I'm guilty. I was like, oh, Louie's kind of cute. And like, I just want kind of, in the beginning, I did want Teresa to be happy. You know, she's been too. through a lot. I know people say it again that I'm queuing on if I identify with Teresa. But last night I was like, oh, okay, he is abusive. And and in the Discord, people are like, he's love bombing her. He's He's removing her and isolating, sectioning her off. I wouldn't be surprised if there is a rift with daughters coming down the line. Mm. with oh, him no, like no. well these oh. things they're gonna continue you know <sighs> did Melissa cheat now I gotta ask it and I don't want to it's like Raquel in a car it seems a lot of cheating in this universe goes on in a you know like a Walmart sob in the, yeah like it's just like what's happening or in a Toyota Celica <laughs> just yeah. like it's wild wild but I just don't think she's cheating I don't I'm not saying she never will, or I, I just don't As think— As Joe said, you got the wrong girl. And Joe is a hot-headed Italian. So I will oh, say, yeah. like, he could be—they were not activated by this in the least. They were disturbed that a sister would do this to them. But it wasn't like—I didn't feel anything from them that was like, fuck. Unless yeah. when Melissa keeps saying, I have spent the last six months wanting her to have a great six months, or was it that she really didn't want to bring it up? I think that it doesn't hurt Melissa to they I know that I was on team Teresa a lot this season and people are like what you're crazy and then I have now this episode switched back to team Melissa because so I found out, well, thank you, thank you Matt. Thanks for, are we welcome here now are yeah, we welcome back we, now? Hmm. Well, we'll see continue <laughs> oh. you'll see if it's real or if we're just coming in to like gather information for the other side but mm-hmm. that, like, that they keep trying with Melissa. And why are they believing this woman that Marge told? Like, who knows who cares? But, like, the fact that they need to bring Joe in and say, she's cheating on you. And this was the most upsetting thing. And I do believe it's true. I do believe this is true. That Gia, that Teresa got into Gia's head and asked Gia to call Joe and say, you can do better than Melissa. Can you imagine? Can you fucking Imagine my niece Clementine, who is four, (laughs) called David and said, You can do better. I would believe her, you know, (laughs) believe children. I just thought that that was that is so dark. That to me was very dark. I just cannot believe, I cannot believe that this is still our central story engine, Teresa versus Melissa. After all this time, it's like this is not like. This is the opposite of Vanderpump. Like, yeah. this is not good storytelling. This is actually bad writing. Like, you got to escalate, surprise us. Well, one of the reasons I got on board with Teresa last year was because I did feel, I think if, look, I don't like Louie. I think he's a psychopath. I think we saw it this week. But, like, she likes bad, fucked up men. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's Teresa's journey. You're not going to tell her different. She's got to do it herself. She's got to land in jail. That's Teresa's journey. You're not going to take it for her. When she got together with Louis, they should have just let it the fuck be. It's going to be. But the fact that they weren't on board because they were trying to protect her, like, you're not going to protect her. You're not going to, like, let her have this piece of shit. And then, but then they made the mistake of then going into business together, which why would you ever why would do that? Ever. And I can't even understand the pizza ovens. Whatever happened with those pizza ovens is crazy to me. I can't either. I know. And she gave some to Leslie Bibb on Watch What Happens. And then I was like, I kind of do want one. I do too. But as I, I mean, she's choosing these toxic men because the man she really wants, she can't have, right? Her brother? Which is her, Brother Joe. <laughs> I mean, ma, uh, am I wrong? Ma. Ma. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Louis is absolutely satanic. He is, it's like <laughs> Teresa is marrying the Dark Lord. Like he is, the other guys are sweaty and red. He's like, he's just, so, he's fucking flambéed. Ah, he has he more is, than a tummy ache. He, oh God, he is just. Like, and then when after after Melissa says one thing to him, he runs downstairs to tattle to Teresa like a yes. little bitch. Like, because he's like, oh. I told you, I told you, because his plan is to destroy this. He feels threatened by Joe and their relationship. Because you think they're in love? Is that, they're in, that? yeah? That, is yeah. It he's right to be threatened. Unrequited with Joe. Or? It's unrequited. That's the problem. <laughs> is that Joe Dark. actually loves his wife? Okay, That's but wait, can we then talk about the moment? where it's after the party. They all are doing the next day. Everyone goes over to Teresa's house, Dolores and Jen, and then Mr. Bo Deedle himself, or, you know, whatever, Bo Deedle's <laughs> Louis, is like, oh, I got, a, I got a guy on all of you guys. I got a private investigator on all you guys. And they're just like, uh-huh. Like, nobody fucking D- Dolores didn't shit. blink. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. as you do, as one does. Uh, by the way, uh, when Teresa was on Watch What Happens, Andy was like, is that really true? And she goes, no. <laughs> and Bo Deedle himself has come out and said no. That he's yeah, like, Bo we, I, we, our firm was never employed by. Yeah. But I do yeah. feel like now that I know that Bo Deedle exists, like we know his services are available and that's good. To it feels know. good. Also, a lot of people in the Discord are really getting into Teresa's finances with Louie. Like they have this $2.7 million home. This is a house of cards. Like, I picture Louie going home after that night and punching like 17 holes in the walls. And it's like, okay, that's where we're at now. But where that mm. goes down the line is very dark. Yeah, that's bodies in the basement. I did feel when when Dolores said, you know, I hate to be the bearer, but they're not coming to your wedding. Teresa, the relief, it's like, it, leading up to this, I've been like, oh my God, to not go to someone's wedding, your brother's wedding is such a horrible mistake. Now I'm like, oh, it was right. It actually, whether it was it was not intended this way, was a bit of an act of love in a way. It's like, this is done. Let's not even have this like toxic presence by both of them at this wedding. Yeah. <sighs> but they've put Jersey on pause. We haven't even talked about the fact that they had another fucking prohibition theme park that we had to look at another one of these kind of flapper adjacent it's like there's what else is there to say that was satanic we need these producers (laughs) to step up and say no no more not one more yeah like the writers are on strike can the producers go on strike and and pick it and say no more flapper parties no more flappers and look 
Casey and I ourselves have tried to, you can get these costumes so easily for Frank Catania's girlfriend to show up in what looked like a, like a, like, like a dancer, like a, like a dancer from like a boy band video and not yeah. a flapper was to me against the law. That was the worst crime that we've She's seen. the best. She has barely said one word except when she didn't know, like, she didn't know like a continent or something. She's not said one word. She just smiles with a big old grin on her face every time Frank's like, Dolores, I miss you. I miss the family. And she's just like, yeah, pass the bread, Frank. Like, it's so crazy. Can we talk about Danielle? Uh, Danielle. Danielle, Danielle. It's hard to hear my word, my, my word, my word, my name, my word, spoken with such disdain. I know. Again, John Fuda should be married to Danielle. Danielle's husband should be with the other one. Yeah. It doesn't match. Go on. John Fuda is a Simpsons character. (laughs) He makes no sense to me. Danielle looks like if Debbie Gibson became a professional wrestler. (laughs) 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 That's her aesthetic. And I love, I mean, that's, and that's not even an insult. Like, I love Danielle. No, it just is. It just just is. is. Remember when we met Debbie Gibson at the airport? Yep, of course I do, Matt. She was was lovely. Best moment we've ever had, yeah. Lovely. Um, Took a photo with us on the tarmac where, like, all our hair was being blown back. We had the nerve to bother her. She's literally boarding, like, going up those little stairs on the tarmac. We're like, sorry, man. Can we get a photo? She was so kind. Anyway, Danielle ain't that. Danielle's an idiot. Oh, but I like her. I do like her for the show, guys. I like her. I do. And you know I've been loving her. But this week I was like, I was with everyone else. Like, what in the fuck? Two days before someone's wedding, this is... Maybe she was just like, uh, this is my bid to stay on. But I actually genuinely yeah. thought she thought that was a good idea. But, th- yeah. oh yeah, I think she also is doing their dirty work. I mean, definitely doing... Teresa and Jen wanted this to happen. You think? Yeah. Matt? I mean, I just, I can't, I, it's so hard to care about anything having to do with the Teresa and Melissa thing and how many times they've been done. And now we're really done. But now it's, now it's done. Is it, it's like, we're done, done. No, no, we're done. They put Jersey on pause. Yeah. You know what I'm not done with? Jennifer Aiden, when Marge saying like, your husband, you know, fucked another woman. And she's like, she threw herself at him. Oof, that was the darkest moment. And then she cowered on his. I had to rewind it because I was like, "Did she, did she get hit?" Because the way she ca- suddenly just like turned and cowered uh, against her husband's arm, like somebody had struck her. But it was just sort of that was the the word in turn she her. did. Like, there's a new trend. What's happening with the house size? And maybe it's just because we're like heightening out so far now. But in the good, in the, I don't even mean in the golden age because I think this is the golden age. But like back in the day with Housewives, the season would end and we'd be like. Yeah, excited for it again. But the producers didn't have to put out statements that were like, we're putting everyone on pause because it was so explosive. Everybody needs to actually take a beat. The way they've had to do with Beverly Hills. Like, (laughs) they've said this about Jersey. They're just like, they're legitimately estranged now. Like, we're done. I'm like, wow, New York. They were just like, we can't move forward anymore. There's no path (laughs) forward. But to literally reimagine the show from the studs. That's how explosive these shows are getting. Like even Vanderpump, I could see them being like, "We're good." Because yeah, no. we also we've peaked. We have peaked. We but, but Matt, we think we've peaked and then we peak again. 
these things have valleys and hills. Like nobody's like Vanderpump was dead in the water to me. I was like not interested. And look where we are. I mean, it's the crown jewel of the multiverse. And I could not bring myself to watch it for the last like two years. I couldn't. And look where we are. Now we're, you're missing your son's birthday to Danielle, get to I it. I miss it, but I, I mean, you know. But mentally weren't there. He was in bed <laughs> no. by eight. <laughs> That's I felt unwell in my tummy. Exactly. <laughs> Especially when I ate the cake I baked him. Everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> How about when Jennifer keeps going, my daughter wants to be a fucking therapist. Like, I mean, as if she's like, great, like, that's a great job. That should be great for her. Coming out of that family, wonderful. And I feel like she's quite astute. She's quite smart. She's quite, like, like, perceptive. Like, that's a great career. It really is. But the, the line of the episode was probably Marge saying, I'm going to take her Amazon dress and wrap it around her throat. That was pretty, that was, pretty good. As a woman who buys many Amazon dresses. Because you know that was an Amazon dress, like $27.99. Because we know we bought all we these bought stuff. So and that's fine. And that's fine. It's just, But it's you know. not going to help with the sweating. It's not going to help. Well, I thought the line of the thing was low budget Betty and then old hag Nancy. (laughs) I I couldn't have come up with that that quick. I really I don't think old hag Nancy is anything to write home about. (laughs) Sorry. Guys, I'm done with Marge. Me too. That's why I want to put him on pause because I think if we're there, if we're feeling angry at Marge, it just means we need a break. Mm. Because I don't want to feel that. Yeah. And I don't think I should feel that, but I do. She's heightened out. She's just gotten too nasty for me. Same way Lala has, where I'm like, this is, I know, a fun person that can I can have fun with on these shows. And I actually think Marge is a nice person to her friends, but I yeah. can't anymore. I'm with you. I'm there. I just want Dolores' wedding special, and then let's take a few years. Yeah. I am excited about the wedding special. Seeing all of the others, seeing Dorinda there, seeing Kenya there. Seeing them all <sighs> seeing Teresa's hair. <laughs> the that look was so good. On their faces. Uh, just wondering, is it too late to undo it? <laughs> is there, they're all searching like, could if I took a couple pins on, could we put it in a messy top knot? Like they're just scanning their brains for any way to make sense of it. And then ultimately all decided, no, it's shellac. It's got to ride. And meanwhile, like um, it's her, her tan and her makeup is also so, it's like if her hair wasn't stealing the show, we'd be like, whoa. What's going on with this <laughs> I didn't even notice it, Matt. Is it bad? That's the least it's of it. It's really, it's just bizarre. It's, it's now, it's, it's almost like it's hard to like make out her features. Like she's just like beige. But as hairstylist to the star, Clayton Hawkins, our dear Clayton said. Said it wasn't high enough for him. He said, what else do you want from her? This is what we want. This is iconic. Great said, point. You know, it didn't even seem like Teresa liked it. At one point she was like, ah, oh, it's pretty high. <laughs> it felt like everyone was like, there was a gun to their heads to just do it. And when the woman was like, this is our craziest one yet. It's like, I don't want to hear that when I'm heading so, out. Who decided it? If, if Teresa's not on board, if they're not on board, then how did this happen? <laughs> this is my question. Hey guys, I want you to remember my theory and it might not be today and it won't be tomorrow and it could be in eight years, 10 years, 15 years. But when Gia has kids, Mark my words, they will turn on Louie. They will not want Louie around their kids, okay? Wow. And Teresa's oh, going to flip God, out and be like, I'm picturing my daughters or my 
oh, my husband, they're putting me in this position. And, and, and they'll be like, we love you, mom. But until you leave him, like, we can't be on this journey with you. This will all wow. happen. Okay. Yeah. And that's a good storyline. That is new. That's an evolution. Okay. So that's when you want to re- that's when you back I'll be, I'll be watching. Last thing I want to say is that someone had me howling in the Discord when they said a brave woman came forward. And I will not name her because I want to protect her privacy during this time. <laughs> but she said, this feels like a safe space to share my truth, which is that I have, I'm paying 15 to $25 a month to subscribe to Kim D's podcast. Wow. Also, subscription-based services, quite a bit more expensive than ours. 15 and to $20. She's, and she said mm. at points, she leaves to go pee. We can hear it. Kim D? Yep. At points. Don't turn off she, the mic? Nope. Answers the door, chats with people. At points, she's on the phone. And she goes, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And people in the Discord were like, thank you for sharing that. That couldn't have been easy. <laughs> and we were celebrating her, though. And she was like, look, I'm, you know, highly educated woman. And this is how I'm spending my extra spending money. And we all saluted her. I, I will say, we all reach for what we need to reach for. And I we, said I love you it. Know, we reach for who and what we need to reach for in times right. of need. And I celebrate her. Me too. Celebrate her. And it's not a bad—like, I, I wouldn't mind—I bet your listeners would enjoy, in Garbage World, an episode that's maybe just a day in a life where you guys are getting up to pee and taking calls and talking no to— pee. And, you know, you're simply living. Well, you know, I don't pee, Max. I don't drink any water, but— I know that's right. Maybe this is the episode, maybe just an episode where you drink water, you know? <laughs> We're all so mad at Matt. We hate him for how much water he drinks. It's, it's so, so annoying. Upsetting. It's honestly, it's on purpose. Um, can we talk about Atlanta? And Atlanta was good this week. Just like when, when we have all this other stuff going on, like Atlanta, they talked about a shooting. It was crazy. And that's not even as crazy as what's going that, on. Yeah. <laughs> To take the backseat to all of this. The best was when this poor man has been shot and is now testing out food. And Candy goes, you good? Uh, that was, I can't. That was She's like, you're good though, right? I was like, that's tough. But, but to, for us to even get there, the, the producer had to interrupt the scene. And we see him, but then they, the camera has to like go blurry over to the side of the stove or something. And then he's talking in like a deep throat voice. And he's like, we're not going to talk about the elephant in the room. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, they I'm had like, to put that? all of that in. What and, and why are they disguising his voice and then cutting away from him? Because we can see him. He's there. He's there. He's Just, been trying out the food. Yeah. Todd needs to stop. He's throwing their money into the gutter. He's lighting it on fire. I feel like Todd's like, the more your mom comes at me and makes fun of me, the more money I spend. Like, it's some fucked up pact they're mm. in. It's weird. And also, mm. it's like, you're doing well with the restaurants. Is like, he? why? Well, yes, Old Lady Gang does great. And I think there's two of them now. They are a franchise. They do great. Now, Blaze's Takeout has taken a hit during the pandemic. And we know that many restaurants did. Many businesses in general like did. like you're really support, supporting Todd. Am, uh, well, I'm not supporting Todd. I'm supporting their food business. I don't think he o- needs to open up a Mexican restaurant. I say, Ugh. do what you need to do. And get, Chinese get, food he wants to do. I know. I'm just like, no. You have two old lady gangs that are doing great. Let's get, you know, Blaze's Steakhouse up and running again and we don't need to be writing a screenplay. We do no. not but need like, to be writing a screenplay. Ugh, these, these restaurants and, and movies are like the two businesses are the most volatile. Like you don't get, a tr- take it from all of us. We write screenplays. Like it's a losing game, zero sum game. Todd better get out of the picket lines with us. WGA right? strong Todd. Where's his ass out here? 
as the writer of Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Oh, God. I do have oh, here to we say, go. like, here it's, we go. It's a dog eat dog world. And I mean that quite literally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't. I, I, I don't want to hear another damn thing about his unless, unless we escalate that storyline and we actually see a table read. And we actually get into the content We're of what gonna. this is. And, the, and, the, and he better cast, and I, that better be every, all the ladies from the cast are cast in the movie. Marlo's doing you know, a part at the read and being like, I don't yeah. understand this part, Todd. It makes no sense. And I'm obviously available as well. Obviously. Yeah, we definitely. all are. That wouldn't be crossing the picket line because that's definitely not no. a WGA script. <laughs> no, that is not even Ayatsi. Wait, guys, the, the line of the episode to me was from Ms. Marlo, who's, uh. and I quote, Therapy works, y'all. Seek it. <laughs> Seek it. Seek it. I wrote Seek it down it. too, Danielle. Seek it's it. Just, God, God, star power. You know, there's there's more there, but I think you're right, Danielle. There was so much meat on the bone that we had to pull off here. So maybe we stop here. Are there any final thoughts? Well, uh, this uh, just an Atlanta adjacent thought is that I've been posting pictures of us like at the on, at the on the picket line, and or, you know, there's always pictures of our funny signs. And somebody wrote on Instagram um, that they want us to make a sign for the strike that says "Kenya more hair care." <laughs> <laughs> and you that's guys, if I could get every time I get to the picket line, the scenes the signs are already made. Like I've had to only use other people because I, do you think I would not write Kenya more hair care? That would be gorgeous. Like, I'm going today. Be- I will try that. I'm with my sons. Maybe Max can carry it. Jamie Bruton, my friend who's done the podcast, had a sign the other day that said, I'm on Ozempic. You think I need these steps? <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. Gorgeous. <laughs> Guys, what a week. I'm still, what a again, week. just just trying to get the CBD oil to work on my jaw to to deal with this week. It's been a uh, wild. It's going to be a long come down. Matt, thank you. Wow. Matt. Thank you so much for having me. What a joy. Absolute dream. And next week, we'll be back, though, with Andy Cohen. Guys, we are mm. doing a book talk with him tonight. And we are recording that for the podcast next week, for Bitch Sesh next week. So you guys get to hear. We're going to ask them some big old questions, some of them actually coming from our Discord uh, and Garbage World. And that reminds me, guys, Garbage World, Casey and Danielle's Garbage World is up and running. Um, Go check it out. You can get Bitch Sesh, our new podcast, Garbage Sesh, and so much more. We're so grateful to all of you who have joined already. It's already been so much fun. So many of you have joined. We're astounded and grateful. And I'm having so much fun over there. And that is dead ass. I'm just like, I'm loving the Discord. It's it's a communal space I didn't know I needed. Truly. Like, yeah. it's a place for like-minded individuals. The things I'm seeing on there, the true crime people are... Rec- now, Danielle, unfortunately, on the Discord, you were brought into true crime. Uh-oh. This is a toughie toenail, which uh-huh. is, there is a woman. <laughs> someone this has tough. There is a woman in Boston who has murdered some people. And she looks, I don't like, she looks exactly like me. And I'm like, where were you, Danielle? Where, where, where were you? <laughs> oh, I got to see this woman. My it's, friend Jimmy pointed this out and it's hard. It's so you know? upsetting. But these it's, are the kinds of things we're learning, you know. Guys, and thank you for all the fan art. The fan art has been amazing. Uh, thank already, you. Already, it's been so great. So thank you, guys. It's a movement. It's your push. Matt, thank it's you. It's your push. And you know I hate Courtney as much as I hate Katie, but I accept that and I thank you for that. Guys, love you guys. Love, love you, you all. Kate, thank you so much. Our brilliant 
editor, producer Kate, who's with us um, at Kissing Danielle's Garbage World. Thank you. Um, and we'll be back next week with Andy Cohen, live from his book tour. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Matt.